The Simpsons. Hello and welcome back everyone to another episode of the Missing Manual podcast. We're looking to crack open a cold can of nostalgia today and look back on a childhood favourite of ours. We are of course referring to Simpsons Hit and Run. So put up your feet, grab some snacky snacks and we'll get right into it. That was a that was a quality intro, my man. <laughs> quality. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to another episode. We are back after a small little break, small little hiatus, um, and we're coming at you with a, a fantastic, fantastic game. Uh, and originally, we weren't going to actually cover this game today, but you know, it was like you you told me at the weekend about it, mate, and it got stuck in my head. It got stuck back in my brain. Well, it, it is it is a classic, isn't it? I mean, I mean, it's one that I think pretty much everybody I've ever spoken to that, that had a PS2 um, or a console in that era had, um, they, they, they've all played it. It's the, well, for me, and I think a lot of people as well, it's the definitive Simpsons game, to be fair. I, I, I don't really know of another Simpsons game that, that rivals it in, in terms of um, uh, accessibility because it's a very easy, easy game to play um, and also just nailing the vibe of the Simpsons. But yeah, I, I don't think I've played another Simpsons game that, that really nails the vibe quite like Hit and Run does. I'm in total agreeance. Like they, they have done, I mean, there have been a lot of Simpsons games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> since I, I think they were making them back sort of like 1991 time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, you know, the... Sega Master System and stuff like that. So they, they've, they've had you know quite a pedigree of games. But yeah, I, I'm definitely with you. I think they definitely peaked. With Sim- Simpsons Hit and Run, it just absolutely—it's just great, isn't it? It's got everything. It just rolls off the, uh, it rolls off the tongue. It's just, oh, it's a fantastic, fantastic game because as a Simpsons game, it just kind of hits all those points you want. It's got funny elements in it. You, you've obviously got the original cast as well returning to do voices. It's like kind of playing an episode of the of the show, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, it, I mean, kind of roll the clock back to kind of two thousand and one. Mm. Uh, the, the the dev. Uh, the uh, uh, radical, they had finished making Road Rage, uh, which which was met with you know kind of reasonable success. Yeah, Road Rage was an interesting game for sure. Bit of a Simpsons crazy taxi clone, really, yeah. wasn't it? It was uh, that that was that was the Radical Entertainment's first kind of foray into the Simpsons game universe, um, and that was like like Zach said, pretty much a, a crazy taxi clone clone game where you kind of race around uh, collecting people and dropping off in locations and getting getting money for it um it just didn't have a uh, a good soundtrack like crazy taxi did <laughs> yeah this is it yeah i think whereas you can definitely say road rage is like a poor man's crazy taxi oh yeah totally <laughs> yeah like the the um the, the the devs were kind of set to make another simpsons title but they didn't want to just simply make mm. another game like road rage they didn't just want to make yeah. a follow-up they wanted to they wanted to do something a bit spicy and a bit special. Which I'm glad. I'm glad because, I mean, as cool as Crazy Taxi is, there's not really much else to that game, is there? It's I an mean, arcade game. For, it's for an arcade what, game, know, yeah. That, yeah. That's literally so, right. it. It's, it's meant for 10 minutes of fun and then yeah. you put it down, right? But mm. um, they, they kind of had a bit of a bit of a creative battle um, that ensued in the studio coming yeah. up with different ideas. Now, at that time, Grand Theft Auto Three was was massive. You know, obviously Ooh, there were yes. lots of people talking and playing playing it. People were enjoying it. Even the guys at the at the dev studio were were playing it at the time. And what a famous and, game as well. And, and and that's it. Yeah, it again another great game. But it was like they they it was a stroke of genius, I think, to to kind of tap into that style of game, but do it in a in a kind of 
in a comic or in, you know in a, in a parody fashion they've yeah. really they just they absolutely as as we said like nailed it you know and there's a little bit of bias there but we we both can definitely honestly say that it's a superb game <laughs> yeah it is a fantastic game it is so so good and it literally is simpsons take on on grand theft auto that's always how i however described it to people when i've told people about the game or or when i've discussed it with people it is the simpsons does uh grand theft auto um and like i said it's such a good kind of um genre for for a simpsons game to take because you get to essentially free roam around uh, little areas of springfield which is quite nice um and while it's not as open world as gta is for example you can't go from like uh all across springfield in like one level the game is kind of compartmentalized isn't it into smaller sections yeah there, there are three three kind of maps that are used across the the seven chapters of the game in total and you do revisit areas mm. um but yeah, the, the the areas are great, and they are kind of built in and around the landmark that you're used to seeing in the in the show. So, it, from from that that kind of perspective, it's really really cool to mm. be able to see like Homer's neighborhood, you know, downtown Springfield, and then you've got like the harbor as well. Those oh, you got the harbor. Yeah, that's uh, where Lisa's level is, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, Lisa has her one and only chapter there, and uh, Bart's second chapter is also there as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they do a cool little thing where obviously they take you back to the same kind of locations you've been to before, uh, but they kind of switch up certain bits, so they change the uh, lighting, don't they? they um, yeah. You get like you get Evergreen Terrace in the day, and then you get it at night, uh, and then you get kind of the Lisa's level in night as well, don't you? As well as yeah. like a dusky period where the sun's going down, and uh, elements of the scenery change as well. Yeah, depending, which is depending on cool. which chapter you play. So yeah, the, the kind of the the game and and the maps in the game kind of evolve a little bit over time. Um, I think the the kind of the biggest one, the the, mo- the most noticeable one, is the difference between um, kind of chapter one and chapter seven. So you play yeah. as Homer in both in both of those chapters, but the scenery is very very different. Mm, things change up currently quite a lot. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, the the map is actually sizably smaller as well. There's like about yeah. there's there's pro- probably a good third of the map missing. Mm, they um, they hide in cut sections off, don't they? Yeah, that's right. I think if if I if I remember correctly, I, I read an article a very long time ago, and I think I think it was to do with um, time constraints. I don't think they had yeah. enough time to finish the map. No. Um, so they just kind of you you've kind of got like a like a roadblock basically that stops you from going any further. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to think, right? What if what if this game was allowed the same kind of tech budget that Grand Theft Auto 3 had, you know? It would totally just be that complete open world, wouldn't it? But The Simpsons. Yeah, I mean, that's that's something that I would love to see, actually. If, if they I mean, I think that's decide... what they need to do next, right? That's That would be, I think, the progression if they were going to do a, a modern Simpsons game. Because we were saying before we started, right, there's not really been um, too many Simpsons games recently that's come out, uh, on actual consoles anyway. There's been mobile phone games. Um but like not like Simpsons an actual console tapped out and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Simpsons tapped out and um and that kind of business. But there's not really been an actual game apart from this one, and then the Simpsons game self-titled that came out a little while after this in 2007. You, you, yeah, 2007. Yeah. So yeah. it's been it's been a good while now. You know, nearly 15 years we're closing in on. Yeah, so, I, I can't seem to think of any other any other Simpsons game that's come out recently. I don't know. I guess answers on a postcard. Maybe we've missed something out, but I don't. I don't can think of any. Um, so I totally think that that doing that would be the next step, and that would be so cool. Like imagine that GTA Five level environments, and but but with Simpsons, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would truly, I mean, be incredible. With, with with regards to kind of um, reimaginings and, and and whatnot, it's actually been done, hasn't it? Like there yes. is a there's a a gentleman that's actually 
recreated the Simpsons hit and run game mm-hmm. uh, from from the ground up solo. Just just done it on yeah, his own. Yeah, that is true. It's a uh, YouTuber called Rubes who uh, who posted a video uh, in August saying how he remade Simpsons hit and run in one week. Uh, and the video is not very long, actually. It's about twelve minutes. It's, it's worth a watch. Um, where he kind of goes through his steps of porting the game's assets into uh, Unreal and uh, giving it a nice dose of, of of Unreal lighting and making it work in the new engine and stuff like that. And um, the end results are pretty pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can really see there's so much potential there. And I think there are lots of people that would play it from a nostalgia point. Mm. But I also think that it would definitely appeal to a newer audience as well. Oh, completely, because, yeah. I mean, you know. Simpson, Simpsons is still going now, right? Surprisingly, yeah. um, I know that's a, quite a controversial opinion as well. That that Sim- the Simpsons is still going on into its um, I don't even know what season it's on now, but it's something ridiculous, isn't it? It's like is it is it thirty or forty something? Something like that. You, you it's, think it tra- it's, it's transcended decades by this point? It has literally, like like it is, and it is also you know one of the most well known and, and most famous cartoons of all time, right? I was it's got thirty three seasons on Wikipedia. Yeah. 33 seasons, 708 episodes. Mental. So, you know, and and even though I've not really seen a lot of the newer ones, I will admit, and the ones I have seen, I haven't really enjoyed. um, The Simpsons Hit and Run came out during that great period where the Simpsons were still really good. Yeah. So it has a lot of good episodes to tie back into as well, um, which is a point I want to make that the game is just, it's made for the fan. It's made for the Simpsons fans, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely littered with... um like collectible gags. Mm. So there are... Oh, the, the gags were the, the best. They, were so they good. are just awesome. Yeah. There's so many areas, like um, lots of interactable items and bits and pieces in the environment. So, you know, you can like drive a car into something and it will trigger an event or, um, you know, you, you can run up and press the action button on Homer's grill and it will burst into flames. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember that one. I actually really liked uh, going after the Buzz Cola cards as well. Yes, yeah, you had um, you had all of the itchy and scratchy collectible cards. Yeah, the collectible yeah. cards. I I loved those because they had um they had artwork on them and little kind of flavor texts of things from certain episodes. And there was there was some really, really good ones in there. So if you were, you know, a big fan of the Simpsons, you could get them and you're like, Oh, I know what episode that is, you know, already. Like you could get the uh the chili that he eats uh, on that crazy episode, you know, where he goes on that kind of acid trip in the desert. Yeah. Like that was one of them. Uh, and then, like, the Stonecutter's Manifesto from the Stonecutter episode. Mr. Sparkles um, as well. Mr. Sparkle, yeah. The Mr. Sparkle detergent box. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. Like, So that's amazing. That's just what you want, right? That's exactly an ode to the fans, you know? People that are going to really kind of get these um, these these little Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. Attention to detail it is, certainly isn't lacking in that game. And that's one thing that... That's kind of the biggest thing, right? You know, you can, you can forgive... You can forgive little things here and there. I, like, I know the the game was quite, I was quite badly riddled with bugs and. Oh yeah, there, like there was that, issues. Right? I mean, this was yeah, this was two thousand and three, right? This was peak PlayStation Two, Xbox One levels, GameCube. You know, um, certainly not a modern game, and certainly not a game either that could be, uh, you know, before the time of patching games, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I think it's a shame, you know, that there's not been. There's not been an official remaster of this game. It's very cool what what Rubes has done, uh, and and as we were just talking, I've I've since discovered there seems to be a a PC. There was a PC port of the game, and it seems people have got it working on modern systems, which is incredible. Yeah. I think I might yeah. have to give that one a try and see how the, it plays. Yeah, the the biggest spanner in the works, I think, for an official remaster 
So if they were looking to keep the game as it was, but just give it a fresh lick of paint, the the hardest thing to do will obviously be because one of the one of the characters you play as is Apu. Yeah. Oh uh, so yes. Apu's yeah, obviously not in, the, not in the show anymore, is he? Exactly. Yeah, he's been he's been obviously re- removed for for yeah. for reasons, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And they would they wouldn't really get away with remastering the game now because of no, that. No, they would have to obviously change that section, wouldn't they? Yeah, he's an integral part of the story. You know, yeah, he's, don't, he's there is a level where you play as him, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. chapter five, you play as Apu. So yeah. it's it's one of those things, right? Where I just don't, I it would never get off the ground, really. Just on that, just on that ground alone. Yeah, now. I imagine there's also some legal bullshit with it as well. But to be honest, because uh, after this game, obviously you had in 2007, you had the Simpsons game. Uh, that one was done by EA, um, and EA Redwood Studios. Uh, so I don't know who actually has the right to make Simpsons games at the moment. I don't know if EA still hold that, you know, title. I don't yeah. know if anyone else has ever gotten, you know the uh the approval to make simpsons games or not um uh, because yeah. obviously radical entertainment the guys that did this one uh and road rage they uh, have since been taken over by activision and even part of activision for for many a moon now um so yeah i don't I don't know who would actually work on it yeah to start it, to and, and it's not like it's um it's, it's not even like the question hasn't been asked before as well i was reading a reading an article actually it was uh, matt selman who was he's one of one of the yeah. animators he's been working on the simpsons since 1997 oh wow and um and he's obviously mentioned about how how he'd love to see a remastered version of simpsons hit and run. <laughs> um, yeah. but he goes on kind of record as saying that it's it's a complicated corporate octopus trying to make that happen I'm not, yeah i'm not i'm not at all surprised about it to be fair man there's there is a lot of um kind of bureaucracy and politics when it comes to the simpsons just in general anyway um, yeah, I mean, if it's anything like the Marvel universe, then you know we can't even imagine. You know, like yeah. you've got the whole Marvel Sony thing going on. Like, oh, yeah, people are squabbling that. over the rights and stuff like that. It just it becomes such a pain in the ass that I think Dev Studios just give up in the end, don't they? Mm. Just go, do you know what? We'll just we'll we'll, we'll put a pin in this. Exactly. Yeah, and it also depends on if they want to do it themselves as well, right? Like, it depends. The, the Simpsons staff, obviously, and the writers have to be willing to commit their time back into it as well. Um, yeah, and like I said, you, I've just not seen any kind of new Simpsons game come out for so long now. I don't really think they have any intention of doing one or doing any kind of anything like that with Simpsons anymore. I know there's I'm, obviously quite yeah. a lot of people that would rather see the Simpsons just kind of fade into obscurity now because, like I said, the newer stuff isn't isn't hitting the way the old stuff did. Um, I I mean, I think all shows should should end before they get you know to that point where it just becomes a bit of a drag. Yes. Um, this is why I stopped like watching The Walking Dead, for example, back in the day. Definitely. Um, and why I was so fucking disappointed at the ending of Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That, <laughs> that, that kind of scenario, right? Uh, even though that actually didn't go on for too long, it just ended poorly. But what I'm getting at is I'd like to see them go out on a high. And 33 seasons later, they're still going. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't know if they'd, they'd want to go back and maybe make more games because games obviously imply a bit more longevity for the, the brand, don't they? Yeah. You know, if the rumors are true and the Simpsons are kind of out, on the way out, are they really going to fund a new game? I, I don't know. And, and you know, unless it was going to be a kind of a final farewell battle cry, just here's, a, here's a, an awesome <laughs> game to go out on a high with, like you That'd said. That would be cool, because to be fair, even if they weren't doing new stuff, right, they could totally just make some games for it, right? It wouldn't, it yeah. wouldn't exactly be a problem with anything. It might actually... Might, people might respond to it a bit better because you know they, they've been waiting for a brand new kind of Simpsons game for so long. Who cares if they're not making episodes anymore on TV, right? Yeah, you've well, got the you game know, to tie you over. Yeah, make, making it making a game, especially if you you know doing it in that kind of Grand Theft Auto style as well. The writers yeah. can focus a little bit of energy into that. Then you know, yeah, totally. Take take the foot off the off the gas, so to speak, with uh, with the actual the television show, 
and focus their efforts into something else potentially. Yeah. So, giving the um, so we're talking we're talking about the obviously the Simpsons storylines and whatnot. So, the storyline of this game is kind of wild, isn't it? Yes, yeah, there's there's a lot going on. Um, I it's mean, a bit crazy, isn't it? It starts with uh, robotic wasps coming down from the sky, um, to giant walking dinosaur bones, to uh, yep. actual zombies. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Bit, bit, and, bit, of um, a, bit of a mishmash, isn't it, <laughs> of of, uh, of concepts. Yeah, and you can definitely see where they've taken inspiration from several episodes and they've kind of yeah <laughs> kind of frankenstein them together for a plot right and yeah i think to, it to really works like it's kind I am, of good i am so happy they do dive into the true house of horror stuff yeah because the true house of horror stuff are some of the best simpsons episodes anyway in my opinion yeah. anyway um just because why you know if you like horror or even if you have just a, an interest in you know classic movies right the the true house of horror episodes always parried them to to great extents didn't they yes so, so having that <laughs> in game and playable is so cool because uh, it's just such a cool, you know, it's such a cool Simpsons kind of subgenre of episodes. So I'm very glad they included the uh, the Transformers stuff in it. Yeah, definitely. And um, it, the the game, the, the actual the story itself, you know, you start off as Homer. He's just kind of sitting around doing his, you know, doing his everyday business, loafing about. Um, there's this new. Uh, brand of cola called Buzz Cola. Buzz Cola. Buzz Cola, and it is um, kind of advertised to him, and um, in you know, in true true fashion, he sees it on telly, must go and buy it. So <laughs> he heads down to the corner shop to go grab himself some Buzz Cola, and um, it just kind of unravels this giant kind of conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's it's honestly a wild storyline. It, it, so- it is very much Simpsons to its core, right? Like it is. It is this ridiculously obscene storyline that just kind of goes in so many different directions, but it does stay true to kind of the roots of The Simpsons, which I which I quite like about it. Yeah, um, I, I mean the the themes are great. You know, there's um, you know, you've got that kind of like uh, mistrust in the government theme at one point, alien invasions, zombie yeah. apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got alien you invasions. Know? <laughs> it's just it's it's wild. crazy, isn't it? It just goes in directions, and you've got such a cool cast of characters as well. Obviously, you've got uh, the Simpsons family themselves, all playable characters, like Zach said earlier. Apu is also a playable character as well. Yeah, um, you've also got great characters that are present, like Krusty's in it as well. Uh, Cletus is in it quite a lot. Uh, Abraham Simpson also in it. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> and, and the great thing is about it because it's because it's primarily a driving game as well. A lot of the time, when you when you will use a character's vehicle, that character is also in the vehicle with you. Yeah, plowing out voice lines. So when you crash into things, a lot of the time they just come out with the funniest shit. It's absolutely <laughs> great, isn't it? They really do, yeah. They, and and there is, like Zach said, such an array of vehicles you can use in the game. It's ridiculous. There's so many. You know, you start off with just Homer and the classic Simpsons. Uh, pink family sedan uh then you for bart you've got the honor roller which was the the soapbox car he used in the episode where he went downhill racing um yeah and each of the different kind of signature cars for the characters uh and the other cars in the game they're all from episodes of the simpsons pretty much so you can relate them back to you know once again like i said it's that fan service right yeah and, and there are also there are also some kind of new original additions as well like the Buzz yeah. cola truck yeah. and stuff like that so yeah there is some new ones yeah. obviously that are like unique um but you've got like some of the classics like you've got mr plow as well the mr plow truck right and the yeah, plow king mr. truck was good uh the car built for homer from that episode where homer's brother comes remember that one 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that episode because that car is so fucking stupid. I mean, it, it's fugly, but like in the in the game, it's actually very, very good. <laughs> it's really good, yeah. It's just such a stupid car. <laughs> the lime green with the two dome, but bubble domes. Yeah. And the horn as well, the horn that you boot when you beat the horn. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. But yeah, there's just... A, um, and there's also uh, normal cars, isn't there? Because there's actually like, projections and stuff in the game. Yeah, that's the thing. There's there is actually a, a an AI system built into mm. the game to allow kind of static traffic and you know uh, you've got pedestrians walking around on the streets, um, you know crashing into them, causing destruction as well. There's also a a law meter on there, very much in the same way like with Grand Theft Auto, um, where if you cause enough mayhem and if you're you know you're particularly bad, mm. um, you get the police chasing after you. Then so you, it, the hit and run meter fills up, and then you you're in a high speed yeah, pursuit, you, then got, trying to get away got from the police. Almost like a wanted meter, haven't you? Yes, like uh, GTA style. Obviously, once again, it's not as violent as GTA. You you can hijack people but it's not really hijacking more than it's just taking a seat next to him in the car isn't it yeah that you you hitch a ride basically so instead yeah. of chucking them out onto the streets and curb stomping them you kind of just you, you kind of take over driving and they sit in the side seat with you you, ima- you imagine curb stomping in the simpsons yeah i, I mean you can, you can still kick people you can still run up to a pedestrian and kick them and the, the physics are just hilarious they yeah, roll they over and they're like arms roll, are, and legs are just flailing all over the place yeah. <laughs> they just roll around on the ground and stuff when you hit them with your car as well obviously because once again you can't actually like kill people in this game you know like it's not yeah. it's not that that gta right <laughs> it's it's gta a gta light game i think is a great way of describing it and and the areas actually kind of remind me a bit of the yakuza series um because okay. the Yakuza series does this same kind of thing where it's sort of pseudo open world. Um, it's not totally open world. It's like made of kind of compartmentalized bigger sections. Oh, and you yeah, can go it, and you can go between sandboxes, them. aren't they? Like yeah. sandboxes. It, it gives the illusion almost of like a completely open world game, but it's not a totally open world. It's like this kind of more structured uh, level layout. Which you obviously don't get from, from GTA because GTA is just a pure open world game, right? Yeah, but I mean, even GTA, it has like areas that are locked off until you, you complete certain parts of the game, right? Um, whereas this, yeah, like, like we've yeah, like mentioned before, it just kind of, yeah, you've you've got you can you can access more or less all of the areas of the map whenever you want, but there are just three different maps that you can go to. Um, and speaking of content in this game and and great content, how about the uh, how about the music? Wow, yeah, the, the music. <laughs> I know you've got you've got some thoughts about the music, right? Uh, you know, I mean, I words can't really describe how great the music is. I think you just need to go ahead and go on YouTube and listen to it. I'm a particular fan of um, Bart's driving music. Oh, I really, really like his. Yeah, it's just got this. It's just guitar riff from from start to finish. It's just really good, <laughs> and and that's kind of cool because they they sort of. Um accompany the sounds don't they for the characters a little bit so you get kind of different sounds for different characters don't you yeah like even when you're when you're out of the car and you're running around um, yeah. on the streets and stuff there are little like audio cues and stuff that are and they're like unique for certain characters, characters aren't they yeah yes. yeah yeah that's so that's so cool that's such a cool kind of concept to do because bart's got kind of more kind of rocky music hasn't he uh, lisa's kind of got laid back music yeah lisa's got kind of jazz and then homer's just got like trombone playing at all time 
I, I, I honestly, Homer's is great. It's like the. Do you, do you remember the episode of Family Guy when Stewie's behind the 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 the, the rather large gentleman? And <laughs> yeah, like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it, it's just you've got that when you're running around as Homer. Yeah. It's wild funny. <laughs> it's it's such a good. Oh, honestly, the the soundtrack for this game slaps. I cannot do it. I can't talk about it and, and do it enough justice. Like we can't do it justice. Yeah, no, you gotta no go much. and check yeah. it out on on YouTube. It's a it's a fantastic game. Go soundtrack. play the game because or go play the game. Yeah, exactly. Go play. Yeah, the game. like you can get it if if you can manage to get hold of a PS2 original Xbox or a GameCube, get a copy of it. Like it's well worth a. a yeah, a I don't play. know if this this um, kind of port thing I found has any legs or not. I might have to give it a try out sometime and see if it really yeah. does work. Uh, if it does, you can potentially play it on PC, uh, and not only that, you can play it on PC, modern PC as well. So Windows eight, nine, yeah. and ten. You mentioned um, something about uh, the mods allowing multiplayer as well, which is yeah, quite yeah. So there seems to be a, a mod team which has kind of inserted themselves on the project called the Donut Team, um, who seem to be making mods for this game, uh, and they've also made a bunch of tools for this game as well, which I think that uh, Rube's YouTuber guy used in his video to get models out of the original game. Amazing. Um, I think that's where they came from, uh, and it seems like they're, they're trying to add more to it. Um, and not only that, they also seem to be, be trying to make Road Rage as well, remake Road Rage. Uh, in a game called Road Rage Returns. See, I, I I do absolutely love this, but again, you know, in the um, in the modern day of red tape and bureaucracy, I imagine it's very very difficult for these people. It's it's a passion yeah. project, right? They can't be funded for their efforts. Because... Oh, that's the thing, right? It's another one of those. It's another one of those awkward areas where um, they can't they can't exactly try and make money off this because uh, that Rubes guy once again. Um, going to probably bring it back to him quite a lot because he's the only one out there that's really got yeah. a bit got a bit he had public a about page, didn't he? Exactly, yeah, got a bit public about making this kind of remaster game. Uh, so he obviously made a Patreon page which got shut down like two months ago now. Um, he actually shut it down himself. He didn't. He wasn't told to shut it down. He said in, a, in an interview about it, uh, he shut it down himself in fear that something might come of it. Um, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if something did because it is a bit dodgy, right? It's not not only an old game. Uh, but it's also for Simpsons as well. So there's a lot of there's a lot of IPs at work here, right? Yeah. Um, which is a shame because it would be totally cool to see something come of it. But like I said, it's 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 not an obscure game or anything. But it's it's so heavily rooted in the Simpsons, right? You have to enjoy the Simpsons really to want a remastered version of it. Yeah, I mean this this guy is definitely finding himself in the same kind of um, pitfall that the crew that are working on Time Splitters Rewind. Uh, a kind of in at oh, the yes. moment, right? Where they're working on a game and they're trying to make their own thing out of it, but they don't have the rights. You know, free, free oh, radical. I, I think the time splitters thing is even a bit more confusing now, yeah, considering exactly. considering not even Crytek own the rights to it anymore. Because it's yeah, now the, been it's now moved on to the Deep Silver guys. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, like, intellectual property is is a real. It's a real difficult one, isn't it? Right, exactly. Because yeah, these people are putting a lot of time and effort into making these excellent, excellent adaptations of the game. But at the end of the day, it wasn't theirs to begin with. So it's like it's exactly. so hard to. It's, to it's kind so of hard call to. It. It's so hard to deal with it, even with games that aren't. I haven't got like an IP accompanying it, yeah. and, and they're just their own games. You know, the fact about this has the Simpsons tied to it as well is even more confusing. 
yeah, it's it's a it's a bit of a minefield, and, um, mm. and I don't I don't envy any of the parties involved. If I'm being no, completely no, honest, no, with you. not at all, not at all. Um, but but like we said, yeah, the game it itself is just it is a homage to The Simpsons in in the best way possible. Uh, out of all the other Simpsons games I've played, Road Rage, uh, Simpsons Skateboarding as well. That's another one which is I'm not going to lie, a terrible one. Um, I have actually really <laughs> fond memories of that game, Simpsons Skateboarding, but. It is actually not not very good at all. Again, again though, it's another parody game, isn't it? Right? Yeah, that, yeah. That, they've definitely right. lent on Tony Hawk's skateboarding for that, it, right? It is, but it's a weird kind of one, right? Because a lot of games did this. There's a lot of games out there that attempted to copy Tony Hawk's back in the day, yeah, um, but just made a worse game. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. just made a completely worse game. They 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 basically took a little bit of it and then they stopped halfway and they just didn't carry on. And it just you you ended up with this kind of bastardized skating game that just didn't work just very a well hot mess um and the simpsons skateboarding one was was basically like that it was this very very strange game uh it's it's definitely fun fond like fun looking back on it now but thinking about it that that game was kind of busted um yeah and yeah. even before then going even further back in the simpsons game catalog simpsons wrestling was yeah, the i wrestling think one. Yeah. i think that was the first simpsons game i ever played and that was on ps1 <sighs> And that was a mad game. That was that was a crazy game. It was literally just what is it of a Tim Simpsons mixed with wrestling. Yeah, I mean, wrestling games back then weren't particularly great anyway. Like I no. had, I had SmackDown on PS One. This is the yeah, uh, we're talking the original. One. Yeah, we're talking original right here. And before yeah. we even had the SmackDown versus Raw games that came out, right? We're oh, talking, uh, yeah, yeah. And and I feel like SmackDown versus Raw probably needs its own episode, right? As well. Oh, Those yeah. Those games that, were great. That man. would be a good one. Yeah, we're gonna. That's coming. That's definitely gonna come. Yeah, I, I reckon. 100%. I reckon we can kind of we can kill multiple birds with one stone with that one because there yeah. are obviously they release one every year, just like any other yeah, sports game. Well, really, yeah, they, they kind of just do WWE ones now. I've not I've not really watched it for a long time. To be fair, so I'm kind of out of what I'm it is now. I'm not a fan of the new ones I, I, um, I got one a couple of years ago and i was like no nah, yeah. man it's just not the same it's I just think, not the same yeah i think the i think the golden age of those games people will probably say was the smackdown versus raw section yeah, ps2 man ps2 was, it, was the where ps2 it was yeah and, and the same yeah. with the simpsons games as well a lot of them came out on the ps2 skateboarding road rage and hit and run were all ps2 games um that that exact kind of perfect timing of just console the console genre right because the ps2 genre was so big and so uh, dynamic there were so many games coming out on it, and so many quality games as well. I still think like that was the, that was the start of the golden age for gaming. I, I feel oh, like one hundred percent, yeah, one hundred percent, definitely. Mo- like with modern games, I, I've really hit a lull with mm. modern games where I just I just don't I, I can't really care about many new games nowadays. Yeah. There, there there are definitely some ones where I'm like mm, that seems quite interesting, you know. But yeah, there was some not, great not in the games, same but... way. Not in the same way as you know the PS2 and I and like so that generation and I'd even go as far as like the 360 generation PS3 right. I feel like I was more excited about games back then on those two generations than mm. I have been for a long, long time. Yeah, I wonder what that is. I wonder what the psychology behind that is. Maybe it's because I've got old and cynical, perhaps. Maybe, but, I, but my, my love for games hasn't changed. Maybe it's the um, maybe it's the fact that I can just buy my own games now. Yeah, yeah, that's I think it. That, I think that might have a lot to do with it, to be honest. I think the just the act of being able to go out and buy your own games uh, sort of changes it in a way because you know back in the day, right? You'd you'd have to wait for your your, your parents to buy you a game, right? For yeah, you know, your birthday or Christmas or whatever not. So you'd really look forward to it, play it, love it, right? Um, whereas now you can just go out and buy your new game if you want, right? 
Yeah, um, there is that. Yeah, straight away. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's got a little There's bit. No of, build up, is there? It's yeah, just, you, know, you know what I mean. There is obviously over. you build up when you're waiting and whatnot to get it. But but when it comes out right, I'm like, if I want the game, I can just buy the game. You know, which is nice because you know you're old enough and you're in a job and you you can do that. Um, but I wonder if that is maybe 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 that's kind of it. Maybe that's what it, um maybe that's the, the the reason for that i guess you know i've i've kind of got a nostalgia bias as well right because mm. we're talking about games that we know are good because we've played them oh yeah of course you I know? Mean, that, that definitely got, does doesn't it yeah and we've got memories attached to said games you know like i could i could go back and i could reel off 20 30 titles of games that i've played before and i love and I'm still going to pick them over games that I've only ever seen like a trailer for, right? Because I have memories yeah. and, you know, and because I've played the games, I know they're going to be good. Oh, of course. Yeah. You, you definitely got that bias, right? Because you've enjoyed the game for so long and you, you wouldn't know what you're getting with. Um, yeah. Like, would you, would you pay like, I don't know, say Simpsons hit and run came out, like was, was coming out <laughs> this year. Oh would you God. want to pay 50 quid for it? Oh, wow. <laughs> if it was identical, probably not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. But, you know, things have moved the mob on. Didn't hit and run. Oh, you know, <laughs> that, that would be a jam. Cause, cause like we said, right. The, the last brand new Simpsons game I can remember was the Simpsons game. Yeah. It came out in 2007 and that was a very different game to hit and run as well. That kind of ditched all of the kind of car based elements of the hit and run series and the road rage series. Uh, and also the open world sections, although they did have kind of big levels, they weren't like yeah. Hit and Run was at all, uh, and and made it more of a platforming game. Um, but also, what was kind of funny about a Simpsons game is it parodied games themselves as well. It which did, kind of didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the whole thing was just a parody of existing games, and it very regularly broke the fourth wall. Uh, EA referenced to themselves in the game multiple times. <laughs> um, I think the guy that makes the Sims was in it as well. What was his cool. name? Um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name now. We've ever made The Sims. I'm pretty sure he appears in it as a character in the game, as a boss in the game, actually, and takes a piss out of himself. <laughs> did he have a plumb bob um, over his head as well? He did. He did have the plumb bob, yeah. 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 <laughs> he had the plumb bob. Um, I, I'm and... pretty sure as well, Marge had a, a, a level where it was like almost like Pikmin, where she was like yes, she did, yeah. rallying was... like protesters, and then you could get them to go and complete. It, it tasks was it was for like you. a fantasy Lord of the Rings piss like mess around. Yeah, um, I think it was actually like related to the EverQuest game. It was a piss take of EverQuest um, initially, but it obviously parodies Lord of the Rings and and D and D and those kind of settings. They had that one, and Marge was in that one. Uh, they had a Medal of Honor, which they called Medal of Homer instead. Medal of Homer, yeah. <laughs> Obviously a World War II one. And uh, that's where you can see the weird fire, as I was saying before we started. Um, the Simpsons game was made on the Godfather engine, which Redwood Studios made, obviously, to make Godfather. Uh, and I believe one of the James Bond games as well, because they also made a lot of James Bond games. And oh, wow. the Simpsons game was made on the same engine as those games. Which, and, Bond, which Bond game was that then? Do you know uh, which one it was? Redwood did Redwood did um, From Russia With Love, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, I've got that. That's um, a good one, that is. Yeah, yeah, Redwood did that. that. Uh, and also, for any fans listening who know about Redwood, they are actually the company that went on to become Visceral Games. They're the guys that made Dead Space. Dead Space, yeah. Um, that, which that's, is quite that, funny. that's one hell of a tie-in, right? Yeah, which is quite funny. They, they started with games. Um, well, to be fair... Um, this is all stuff I, would, I want to cover for, for the audience in the future. But there's a really long history to Redwood Studios that's really interesting um, in, in the games they made before they kind of hit Dead Space and, and what we did after Dead Space. Um, but their studio kind of identity was very different to begin with. They made a lot of, um, a lot of kind of movie games. 
Um, and also the Sims. They did a lot of Sims stuff as well. Console Sims stuff, that was. Because, you know, there was a brief period on the PlayStation 2 where the Sims had, like, console releases. Yeah, that's the thing, right, with those games as well. They were completely different to the PC releases. Well. <laughs> they also weren't bad games at all, actually. The console Sims games were actually pretty yeah, good. Yeah, like, I, I mean, again, like Golden Age. Just gonna, I, I'm, I'm yeah, going to sound like yeah, a broken man. record saying it, but... The, 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 the PlayStation 2 episode's coming for sure. We're doing that. We're, we're definitely doing that because I think there's a lot there that needs to be discussed. Um, just so about, much just about, about the PS2 in general, the history of the console, but also the games on the console. Um, but but going back to the, the Simpsons hit and run, um, this game in terms of gameplay, we've kind of described it as being like a GTA clone. Uh, yeah. There's obviously car driving sections, right? Um, but there was also... sections too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's also some platforming bits, isn't there, where you can actually, yeah. you get out your car and you can do some some pretty pretty decent platforming bits, right? Yeah, I mean, every character has a double jump as well, which is just... I mean, that's that's just an entertaining thought for Homer to do a double jump, right? <laughs> Homer just leaping up and double jumping. Yeah. What's quite funny is Homer doing like... that and then kicking people as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can just like full on like just deck someone in the, <laughs> in the face with your yeah. foot. <laughs> yeah, no. there's there's not really kind of combat missions per se in the game. Like the combat in the game, I think, is very rudimentary, isn't it? Um, it's limited to you basically like just kicking those wasp cameras really isn't it yeah that's kind of all you really do um and you can obviously kick yeah. other people all, all in the of game the, if you want to yeah like all of the actual like proper combat per se is done in the vehicle so you know you've got kind of races where you've got to beat opponents to a certain point on the map but then you've also got ones a little bit like the, with, the, with the burnout games where you've got to like you've actually got to destroy your opponent's vehicle by crashing them into buildings and stuff yeah. like that I think that's where their uh, their kind of tech from Road Rage came from, right? I think they obviously had a lot of um, a lot of that built around Road Rage, so that was kind of the primary thing, wasn't it? That was the, the primary um, uh, mechanic for the game, and then they kind of built other stuff around that, didn't they? That's it. Yeah, they wanted to expand upon just being able to drive around, so that's why they added those on foot elements, which mm. I think it definitely gives a little bit of versatility to the game. Because while the you know the it does make more sense to just be in a car and drive around. You know, there are certain points where um, it's nice to have a bit of a stroll around and like, like we were saying earlier, like interact with the environment. Yeah. So like I, said, I, I think that's what separates it, doesn't it, from road rage. The fact that you yeah. can get out of your car and you can actually walk to places if you really want to. You don't have yeah. to actually drive your car anywhere. And you've um, got kind of free roam in between missions. So yeah. rather than constantly being on a mission like you are with Road Rage, I believe that's just like you're just literally going from one fair to the next. Well, yeah, Road Rage is, is literally 100% crazy taxi. So the game yeah. starts, yeah. you have a timer, you go and do missions. Uh, and then depending on how quick you drop people off, you get more money and you get your time back. And the idea is just to keep going for as long as you can yeah, before exactly. you eventually run out of time, right? So, um, yeah, so ha- having that freedom to just kind of roam around Springfield, I think, is is great. Like, and it does, it, it makes the game so much more enjoyable because I know plenty of people that just, uh, me included, that I don't like being on a time limit. I like being able to take my time. Yeah, and exactly. And, and like you said, that's where it kind of comes back to not being an arcade game, right? Because Crazy Taxi was an arcade game and Road Rage had that same elements in it, which essentially made it an arcade game, right? Um, yeah. Which meant it was played quick and it was played fast instead of, the kind of actual game and with an actual story mode that, that hit and run brought to the party. Um, and I think that's where they mix in that actual story mode really well, don't they? Because you, the player has something to go for in this game and to go and do. Um, and like we said, there's platforming elements, there's driving elements. Uh, and, and like you said, it's like a lot of it revolves around driving, doesn't it? There's also yeah. uh, levels where you chase people in cars, uh, where you damage people in cars. 
um, where you uh, dodge yourself getting damaged by police chasing you in cars. I mean, there are even circuit races, you know, and I think I think they've probably taken a little bit of inspiration there from games like Need for Speed yeah. and Gran Turismo as well, yeah, where you've got oh, like, yeah. your actual proper races, and um, they're they're hard as balls, like they are, they are, yeah, fucking we lethal we we got to talk missions. about some of their missions in that game because I tell you what, man, they are fucking savage. They are. Uh, I can't remember if the Simpsons Hit and Run had. Did it have a difficulty rating? Did you have a difficulty setting in a no, game? Could no, you... no, there was there was no difficulty rating, but yeah. they were nice. And if you failed a level too many times, they'd actually give you the option to skip to the next mission, so you could yeah, skip you could a mission totally if skip you just it, couldn't, couldn't get yeah. past it. Yeah, that's kind of. That, I remember that happening on a few of them because there were some that was pretty fucking savage. Um, yeah, there was one that a uh, reviewer was taught. I watched a review earlier again just to kind of reassociate myself with the game, um, and he was making. Uh, reference to one of the levels i think it's the second one you play with bart where bart goes to i think it's the area lisa was in yeah um, and you're chasing up i think i know the mission you're going to mention yeah, as well and you're, ch- you're chasing a, like a black sedan aren't you holy man? hell dude you have literally no time at all i think you've got like two minutes or something to do something in yeah that is just an you have got to haul ass level. yeah like yeah. you you get that car stuck on something which is totally easy to do in the game because um, the AI obviously driving the other cards is not the great. Th- the physics, man. Oh um, my god, the physics. The physics in that game <laughs> are jank. Jank as fuck. Um, and like like I said, right, if you try and pull like hard turns or quick handbrake turns, you can sometimes get off, but occasionally you just end up getting stuck. Um, I remember sometimes, you know, like you had the little pass-through sections where you could jump through glass yeah. uh, or jump around sections. It would be so easy to get stuck on those if you weren't going fast enough. Yeah, um, it- and it's, be it it's really unforgiving, actually. <laughs> it is. In, it, at certain segments, the game is just ridiculously unforgiving. Oh, yeah. It is, it's quite punishing, yeah. So surprisingly as well, considering it didn't have a difficulty rating, right? And they gave these these actually semi-difficulty sections that, that were a little bit a little bit tough to get around, especially if you know people playing these were, were young kids as well. I mean, I played it, obviously, when I was a lot younger. Um, I don't know what the game was. What was, what was the rating of the game, actually? That was... Uh... Let's have a look Pro- here. Probably a seven or maybe a twelve. Yeah, let's actually say probably Peggy twelve. I'd say probably at max. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. It was Peggy twelve. Peggy twelve. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was. Uh, obviously, I had a bit of risky jokes in it, didn't it? But it was still for Simpsons at the end of the day. Um, yeah, you know, and you could still run around, you know, kicking in pedestrians and running them over with cars and stuff. Even though you couldn't <laughs> die, it was still kind yeah. of semi-violent, right? So. It was like all the cars were big bumper cars, basically. Woo, bumper cars. <laughs> but, but even with my kind of disdain for some of the uh, missions in the game and the physics being jank, the game ultimately was fantastic. And I think that that definitely adds a bit of a, it definitely adds adds age to the game, right? And yeah. make no mistake, this is a game from 2003. And I mean, it, it the, feels the bad like points a game just make it more charming, though, doesn't? Don't they? You know, yeah. like even though it is, it's so frustrating at times. It just adds to the charm of the game. You, you can't like you, you're you're tearing your hair out, but you'll have a smile on your face at the same time because yeah. the game is just charming. It makes you chuckle. The voice lines are great. It's just music is banging, as we've already mentioned. It just all ties into to make a really enjoyable experience. It's overall. just a fun game, yeah. And and, yeah. and like we said about mirroring that GTA kind of style of game you've got your, your outside the car you've got a little bit of minor combat uh we also touched on the wanted level a little bit didn't we but you have a you have a sort of pseudo wanted level in the game called the yeah. hit and run meter um which fills up as you run people over doesn't it and you destroy objects yeah exactly that yeah and you know obviously if it get, gets to maximum the hit and run meter then flashes you've got cop cars chasing you um i mean the worst thing that happens is if they if they manage to so if you're not traveling at a high enough speed 
they kind of catch you basically and it just kind of automatically catches you rather than like them yeah, actually it's kind of it's kind of grab you don't you and then you get you get you get five yeah. like 50 coins or something 50 like that. coins yeah which yeah. isn't really so, a lot like, to be fair it's it's not like and that's it like the coins as well the coins are a kind of an interesting mechanic because you use them to purchase like you do uh, cosmetic costumes yeah and cars as well yeah so there are some awesome cars you can get obviously so you get kind of the signature car for each of the characters just by playing the character uh, yeah. and that unlocks them um but you can also get extra cars out there can't you by doing side quests or buying the cars off the people yeah, um, some some of them you'll unlock just by complete just by completing yeah. the main missions. But um, and and there are actually a couple of occasions where you before you can even play a mission, you have to go and buy a car. Mm. So like like Mister, yeah. we've already mentioned Mister Plow. Like we had, you have to get Mister Plow from Homer when you're playing as Bart before you can play one of the one of the the. Uh, yeah, there are some missions, missions aren't there that require you to play as a certain car. Um, and also a certain costume, don't you? You have to get a costume sometimes as well, don't you? Sometimes, um, yeah. The, the best thing, the, the real funny thing is about it, though, is that you can buy the car, and then as soon as you bought the car, you don't even have to use it for that mission. No, you don't have to. You just have to have the car in your roster. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's well, so the, the amount of times that people, like, there's there's a mission where you've got to destroy Mr. Burns' limo, and um, you go and buy the, the, the Plow King from Barney, and the Plow King, it's slow and it handles like ass, right? So most of the time, you'll go and buy the Plow King, and then you'll just jump back into the family sedan. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, I've seen a few. Um, I actually saw a speed run a little while ago at the la- one of the last games done quick, where someone guy did a a hit and run speed run, which is really interesting to watch. Uh, and a lot of the kind of stuff they do in that in that speed run, uh, there's some very interesting kind of hacks they do. Or I say hacks, some glitches and that kind of stuff boundary um, breaks and stuff like there's that. there's a lot of boundary breaks in the game yeah. that i had no idea existed and it's really weird to see um they also make use of the kind of random cars quite a lot as well just the ones that drive around yeah um they they make quite you know use out of them because they're obviously really plentiful to get to uh, and you don't always have to go back to the um uh the kind of car phone booth because they're like car phone booths aren't there around the map when you can go to there and that's how you spawn and choose your cars yeah, those are like your garages, so you yeah. can you can spawn in any vehicles that you've purchased or unlocked. Mm. There are actually also um, some vehicles that aren't pedestrian driven, but they are actually every level has a secret vehicle as well. Yeah, no, you see, when I saw this review earlier, I heard about that, and I don't think I really knew about that back in the day when I was playing. Really? You know? Yeah, I saw one, um, and it was the uh, what one was it? Was oh, it the monorail? It was the yeah, it was the monorail one. The I knew monorail. about the monorail oh, one. Man, it's terrible um, <laughs> because I got it. I got it by accident because I was like, "Oh, that monorail up there looks kind of weird," and I ran into it and got it. Um, but the other ones I had no idea kind of existed. I didn't realize yeah. that was kind of a thing. I just thought that was like, "Oh yeah, you can drive the monorail. That's quite fun." Um, yeah, honestly, some of them are quite fun. Like the rocket car from Chapter One is yes. really great. It's the fastest vehicle in the game, but it's, it it's, it's a glass the, cannon, right? Yeah, you crash into paper. one thing, it explodes. It's got <laughs> paper bodywork, right? Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, moment it's, it's, you. You bring that into a wall, it just fucking explodes. It's made of paper mache, honestly. It's <laughs> it's it's held together with smiles and dreams. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Now. That was a really good one. The uh, the rocket car. Um, I actually really liked the um. Oh, what was the um? What was that other car? Is it the? It was the one that was invisible. Was it Professor Frink's flying car? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that that turns invisible when you get like top speed on it, and you're just floating. Yeah, that again though. That was that was a bit of a paper mache car as well. Yeah. But yeah, that Super was pretty cool. Sod all armor to it, and I think there was also a bike, isn't a bike version as well, wasn't there? Yeah, the hover bike's pretty cool. The yeah, that bike, was yeah. um, that's the most expensive vehicle in the game as well. It costs a thousand coins to buy. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, um, 
and 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 like I said, that's that's what you can kind of go around and spend your coins on. So you'll be buying, uh, you'll be buying costumes, you'll be buying cars, and and just like the cars, the costumes are very much um, influenced by the show as well. So there's a lot of famous costumes from the from the TV series. Like you can get the Stonecutters outfit, and alongside the Stonecutters outfit, you've also got the um, like the police outfit from Marge. Don't you? Well, yeah, there's there's a load of really cool ones. Like I'm a I'm a big fan of the. Uh... Do you remember the the moo moo? The moo moo, <laughs> the, the moo moo, like the pregnancy dress. That's like... the one where um, Homer gets too Homer. fat to work, isn't it? Yes. yes. Oh, I love that episode so much. The moo moo. Um, isn't that the one where he uh, he like works from home, doesn't he? And he he yeah. he's just pressing a button, <laughs> and he has the um the little the little bird, the little water bird. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually that's quite visionary, really. You think you think in like today's world where like most of us are working from home now. That's quite that's quite an interesting. To one, be fair, right? I, I, we have to discuss this. I think, don't we? Simpsons the, is always ahead of the curve, yeah. right? Isn't it? It's it's it's, it's a visionary visionary the, show. Uh, the growing kind of, the of theory of the Simpsons predicting the future. Right? There's so many different instances where that's been proven true now, hasn't it? I know, right? It's actually I, I, I no longer think that we can we can refer to it as It's a bit creepy, isn't it? Like you've had obviously a lot of the Trump stuff when Trump was in power uh, last year and years yeah. before. Um you had all the other kind of little bits that came with that as well. Like when Trump's just going down the escalator. Did you ever see that one? That one was no. oh, it was crazy. It was like he was in a shopping centre or something. He was going down a shopping centre and someone's holding a sign up in the background and it's exactly the same as the fucking Simpson episode sign. It's oh messed God. up, man. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> I was like, what is this madness? How 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 are they doing this? How have they figured this out? <laughs> it's um it's yeah, a bit weird. It, it's uh it's some spooky <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's a bit spooky. Too spooky for me. <laughs> but but yeah, the Simpsons Hit and Run, it is I personally think the best Simpsons game out there. You know, if you're a fan of the Simpsons, it's one to try out for sure. Yeah, I, and the thing is, I think honestly, even though it's quite difficult in places, mm. anybody can pick it up yeah. and play it. It's it's still very much a easy to understand game. It's just a little bit janky, isn't it? But that's just the age of the game, right? Yeah, that's just yeah, that's just games from that yeah. era, right? Games from that era just to have that kind of that jank, um, like we were saying, with things getting stuck and and just some things being a little bit more kind of iffy than other things and been a bit rough on the edges but at its core it's a pretty good game and and like we said for simpsons games that exists it is pretty much top at the top top of the table yeah it, it will it will remain in my top 50 Ooh, forever top I 50 think. was that top 50 games Ooh, of all top time 50 games yeah i actually saw you um you've made yourself one of those gg things haven't you yes yes very yes cool. i have indeed yeah yeah, yeah. It's only when you start looking at it and you realise how many games that you've played over your life. Like, I need to go out and touch some yeah. grass now. I'm, I haven't done everything, but I'm kind of going through and adding more now that I've seen you do it. Because I was like, that's kind of cool. I might try and track all the ones I played rather than kind of the ones I played recently. Yeah. And they've and they've got everything, honestly. Like the um, the list is mm. it's pretty extensive, man. Like I, I mean, I'm I was looking at like obscure titles that I played back in like the PS1 days and they've they've got it all on there it's pretty it's you can pretty also mad. do little reviews now as well which is kind of cool isn't it you can I've, I've done one wrong review and it was about Resident Evil Resistance, <laughs> I saw that one so <laughs> it was the, great the wasn't poor it, man's right? DVD 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this, this game's trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> but I, I would certainly recommend anyone doing that as well. Like We spoke about it in our Discord a little bit. Um, it's a really cool website just called GG App. And it just serves as like a game tracker, really. You can use it to track kind of what you're playing at the moment, what you want to play in the future, um, or you can do what Zach's kind of done and make a bigger collection of all the games you've ever played. Yeah. And I mean, I've actually, I've got a bit bit of a taste for reviewing games now as well. So I think that may very well become my primary Mm. platform for reviewing games because I have like a a Discord um, curator page that I do like little mini reviews, but you only get like a certain amount of characters. Oh, like the Steam to, one. To write yeah, like a, a little yeah. overview. Yeah. So um, I feel like that one might be a better platform for me to do it from then. Yeah. So I can actually give an in-depth review and my reasons why I feel the way I do about this. I think games. it's quite a nice, you know, little platform. I'm, I've been using it a lot recently. I really like it. Um, we've we've shared both my profile and your profile, haven't we, in our Discord. So if you join the Discord, you can have a look at what we're playing, what we're looking forward to play soon. I've got a lot of games on my kind of want to play list that are coming out within the next year or so. Um, quite a few we've actually talked about on our news episode as well. Yeah, there's there's a lot of... Um, I mean, obviously, earlier I was saying about how there aren't a lot of games now that really get me excited in you know in the same way that the, the old mm-hmm. ones did. But, you know, I, I also don't want to take away from the fact that there are still some great quality games oh, it's, games games it's out, just yeah. yeah yeah it's just a different it's a different kind of excitement mm. that you know whereas like before i couldn't wait to get it and i'd buy it brand new nowadays i'm kind of like yeah i can wait for a You're sale like, mm, maybe i'll wait but is it worth 80 is quid though <laughs> um <laughs> but that's the joy i guess of playing on on pc uh sometimes a bit cheaper which is pretty good um, yeah, because you're not buying a, a physical copy no, of the game. Not. It does tend to be a little bit. Little you're bit also pricey, not buying it? a Switch game, copy of the game either, which is oh, fucking hell, expensive, man. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, that's the thing, right? I've had that console now for like what two years, and I've still, I've, I've got the same three games that I had when I <laughs> got it originally. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'd... I just don't go in there and buy anything because it's yeah, like you said, yeah, it's just I, I do. But if I do, I very much buy it digitally for the Switch. Um, just because yeah. the physical games are so expensive. If they did um, like a Switch, like they did the PlayStation, you know, they did a digital only one, but you can't use discs on it. I think that would yeah. be good for the Switch, to be honest. I would just buy a digital Switch because I barely use the physical game slot for it. And when I do, it's only for a certain few games anyway, because the physical games are so expensive. They're so expensive for the Switch. Yeah. I mean, your only real issue is is memory space. Yeah, yeah? exactly. That's the the only real issue there, but you can just uninstall the games you're not yeah. playing. You know, it's, it's, it's easy enough to get around. You can just, you can buy external, like extra. Yeah. Storage, switch switch has a, um, expandable stuff. SD card. So you, you can yeah. just buy yourself a bigger one and, and you can get massive ones now, which is kind of wild micro SD cards as well. Like up to terabyte SD cards, which is kind of crazy to think. See, you didn't have all these things to think of back in the PS2 days. You just got your, your little eight megabyte memory card. Eight, eight meg. That's so eight, eight megabytes. Yeah. I mean, the the biggest one I had was thirty two yeah, megabytes. I had the it was like a third well. party WWE one, and I was like, "Oh my god, man, this is so much space! I, I am I going to even going to be able to fill this Mate, thing the 32 up?" Thirty two one was game changer. Megabytes. Game changer in that regard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but thank you, everyone, for once again listening to us ramble about an old game for the past. Um, we're going to come with you, come back to you real soon with some new content. I think maybe a PlayStation Two episode is on the cards. 
because uh, I quite liked going into that segue today. Yeah, absolutely. We we have an endless list of things to talk mm. about here. So, you know, they, they, we're, we're never short of a, of a topic to discuss, right? So, whether it be old or new, there's there's plenty going on in the in the gaming oh, yeah. world for us to discuss. Absolutely tons. There's there's so much happening, uh, so much coming out, and we uh, we can't wait to dive back into some more content. Yeah. So, I suppose until next time. Until next time. Take See care. You later. Bye. Bye.